This preview mix features the first hour of Centuries of Sound 1940. These mixes are brought to you thanks to the generous support of my backers on Patreon. Join them for just $5 per month and get access to full downloads, compilations, bonus mixes and more. Just go to patreon.com slash centuriesofsound or come to centuriesofsound.com and click through. I don't uh, misunderstand you completely. I think there'll be a lot of jolly good new noises. <laughs> Hello, fancy seeing you here. What you're going to see are the designs and pictures and stories that music inspired in the minds and imaginations of a group of artists. Hey, Joe, wake up! and definitely there is danger ahead. was born, the first pictures were shown for the great victory over Germany's pocket battleship Graf Spee in the engagement of the River Plate. After a fight lasting 14 hours, the Graf Spee fled for the shelter of Montevideo and was scuttled by the command of Hitler. Twice. 
ain't a loving for hello take I'm alive because oh hello is a bad man trying to take every kind of no baby boy take this country baby be my song song well hello say was a man from his feet to his chest don't bore nobody but God in death because oh hello he's a bad man trying to take your country no baby boy take this country please be my song song hello got his chest right tank his plan in his ship he get over your old town he let us Big bump slip because oh hello he's a bad man trying to take any country no baby boy take the country woman please be my song song hello says some of our people are white says some are brown and black but hello says all the Americans to him look just alike because oh hello he's a bad man gotta take it country no baby boy take the country baby be my song song way better mind how you get drunk be careful how you clown may wake up some of these morning he'll be breaking your time because oh hello he's a bad man Trying to take every country, no. Baby boy, take this country, baby. Please be my so-and-so. Yeah, be my so-and-so. The British Ministry of Misinformation has been conducting a systematic campaign of frightening British women and girls about the danger of being injured by splinters from German bombs. The women have reacted to these suggestions and alarms by requesting their milliners to shape the spring and summer hats out of very thin tin plates, which is covered with silk, velvet, or other draping material.
I've told you what we see. Now what we hear is a rhythm something like this. Second, I don't know who's on third. Wait a minute. Are you the manager? Yes. You know the guy's name? Well, I should. Who's on first? That's right. I mean, a fellow's name. Who? The guy on first. Who? The fellow on first base. Who is on first? Well, what are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you who is on first. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Have you got a contract with the first baseman? Well, certainly. Who signed the contract? Well, naturally. You wouldn't expect anybody else to sign it. But who? Yes. Look, when you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. He does. Oh, absolutely. All I'm trying to find out is what is the guy's name on first base? Oh, now, wait a minute. Let's straighten that out. What is on second base? Who's on second? Who is on first? One base at a time. I know, but don't change the players around. I'm not changing anybody. I only want to know what's the guy's name on first base. But I'm telling you what is on second. I'm not asking. 
asking you who's on second. Who is on first? That's what I want to find out. I know, but who is who and what is what? Don't change it. Look, that don't mean nothing to me. All I want to know is what's the guy's name on first base. But what is on second base? Who's on second? Who is on first? I don't know. Oh, he's on third. We're not talking about him. How did I get on third base? Why, you mentioned his name. If I mention the third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, who is playing first? Never mind first. I want to know what's the guy's name on third base. But what's on second? Who's on second? Who is on first? I don't know. He's on third. There I go, back on third again. Well, I can't change their name. Let you and I stay on third base. Now, what do you want to know? Now, who is playing third base? Why do you insist on putting who on third base? Who am I putting on third base? Yes, but we don't want him there. You don't want who there? No. So what's the guy's name belongs there? No, what belongs on second? Who's on second? Who is on first? I don't know. Third base. I you got outfield? That's good. The left fielder's name. Why? I don't know. I just thought I'd ask you. Well, I just thought I'd say. Then tell me who's playing left field. Oh, no. Who is playing first? What's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Third, Third base. base. Look, the left fielder's name. Why? Because. Oh, he's center field. <laughs> you You've got a pitcher on the team. Wouldn't this be a fine team without a pitcher? The pitcher's name. Tamara. You don't want to tell me today? I'm telling you, man. Go ahead. Tamara. What time? What time what? What time tomorrow you're going to tell me who's pitching? Now listen. Who is not pitching? Who is... I'll break your rhyme, you say. Who's on first? Go ahead. Have it. I want to know Now you've got it. That's all. We've got a couple of days on a team. Well, I...
Ross. You're all hard. I knew it. Tom found Dan's mission with a pandemonium with percussion and spasmodic frantic disintegration. Close your eyes. What do you see? Nothing. Open them. Now what do you see? Spots. Ha-ha! Now, that heart. Ooh! My goodness! A palpitating syncopation of the killer dilla with a wicky-wicky stabbing of the boy joy. Wants my baby, but my baby don't want nobody but me. That's plain to see. She's got a form like Venus, honest, I ain't talking Greek. No one can come between us. She's my Sheba, I'm a she. <laughs> That's why everybody loves my baby. But my baby don't love nobody but me. Nobody but me. That's his serenade, my baby. A 
what I needed. Dexter Haven, neither I'm gonna sock you or you're gonna sock me. Shall we toss a coin? 
Boy, where's you going? I seen you going down the street the other night. Oh, I wasn't going nowhere. I've been where I was going. That's all right. I didn't see you just plumb out of sight. Man, I sure like to latch on to some of that boogie-woogie tonight. You need some of that fat boogie-woogie. That's what I need. That's what I need, too. Hey, if you want to hear some boogie, then I know the place. It's just a no piano and a knocked-out bass. The drummer man's a guy they call 8-Beat Mac. You remember Doc and old beat me daddy slack. Man, it's better than chicken fried and bacon grease. Come along with me, boy. It's just down the road a piece. Well, let's you and I walk on down the road a piece. I'm walking. Get going. I'm walking. I'm right behind. McClellan, the one who put out the whiskey-headed woman blues. Instead of putting out the whiskey-headed woman blues, I'm going to put out he's a whiskey-headed man, just like myself and all the rest of you whiskey-headed men. Sure, if he don't stop drinking, I believe he's going to lose his mind. 
Anytime I see this man, he had some whiskey giant. Trying to catch a big bed so he can get him one more half a pint. Call it a whiskey headed man. And they stay drunk all the time. That's like old two bits in the rest of them. If you don't stop drinking, I believe you're going to deliver. Now, every time I see this man, he's staggering down the streets. Laughing, grinning, talking with most every man he meets. Call it a whiskey headed man. And he stays drunk all the time. Yeah. Let this show if he don't stop drinking. I believe he's going to lose his mind. Now, every time I see this man, he has some whiskey giant. Slipping around that back door, baby, with one more half a pint. Eat that whiskey headed man. And he stays drunk all the time. Just this show if you don't stop drinking, I believe you're going to lose it, man. Thank you. 
Leaving out of Memphis, Tennessee, going into New Orleans. She's running so fast, the hobos don't fool with this train. They stand on the track with the hat in their hand. I had a friend girl that morning was catching that train. She got up singing this song. Hey, Dad, I'm sorry to leave my home. Long, 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 long. She heard that 830 local blowing that morning. She hadn't really trained in a good while. She thought it out of that special streamline. She heard that 830 local when she's coming to the line, they cleared up for that streamline blowing like this. She said, Dad, is that my train? I said, I ain't keeping up with the train time. I'm trying to make a few dimes. She dropped her head and went to singing and crying. Hey, it's all right how you turn me down. Mm-hmm. I ain't got a dime. After she called for a ticket, she heard this special streamline drawing 36 miles from Memphis, Tennessee. Make it lonesome now, cause I'm a hobo myself sometimes. Man asked her what out of the train. She told him she didn't know it. She could hear the bell, she could tell him all about it. As she dropped over that hill and dropped off in the valley, she heard the bell begin to tone like this. Make it sound like a church bell tone. Before she got to that 10 mile trailer, she blowed them, throwed on our bread. Our bread. When she got to that 10 mile trailer, she was getting crawled, she was tipping crawls the automatic switch, getting the water and cold on the fly. You could hear when she's striking that double line like this. Run across the last one, she squalled in. This girl looked out and seen that train. She come as a singing and crying. Hey, Dad, I don't want to leave. I believe I lose my mind. When that train got a little close, she got to New Orleans. She went around and cut. You would hear when she was blowing like this. People's always standing at the station down there to see that train come in. You would hear when she squalled. Holy Moses, what a hard looking outfit. All them old people are hard looking. Oh, but I'd hate to hit that desert in a jalopy like that. You and me got sense. Them Okies got no sense and no feeling. They ain't human. No human being wouldn't live the way they do. Human being couldn't stand to be so miserable. You men want to work? Sure we want to work. Where's it at? Tavares County. Fruit's opening up. 
Need a lot of fruit pickers. You doing the hiring? Well, I'm contracting the land. What's Japan? Well, can't tell exactly yet. About uh, 30 cents, I guess. Why can't you tell? You took the contract, didn't you? That's true, but it's key to the price. Might be a little more, might be a little less. All right, mister, I'll go. You just show us your license to contract. Then you make out an order. Where and when and how much you're going to pay. And you sign it and we'll go. Now listen, smart guy. I'll run my business my own way. I got work. If you want to take it, okay. If not, just sit here, that's all. Twice now I fell for that line. Maybe he needs a thousand men. So he gets 5,000 there and he'll pay 15 cents an hour. And you guys will have to take it because you'll be hungry. If he wants to hire men, let him write it out and say what he's going to pay. Ask to see his license. He ain't allowed by law to contract men without a license. Hey, Joe. Agitator. Wednesday, March 27, 1940, Department of Interior, Woody Guthrie, uh, recorded, uh, and uh, Elizabeth Lomax. Uh, Woody, you were telling me about the uh, dust storm in the northern part of Texas. Can you tell me something about these people? Well, they, in all the oil field booms that I've chased and followed, the Kilgore... An oil boom is a thing that comes 
and it lasts for a little while and then it dies down again. And so nobody wants to build a really and truly a permanent uh, living quarters there. They just sort of build up some kind of a little old shack, house to live in, just something to get in out of the weather. And uh, when all of this dust uh, started blowing up in the Texas oil fields, why, these people's houses uh, wasn't built to uh, keep out all this dust. So every morning when you'd wake up, why, you'd see where the dust had drifted in through the cracks in your house, and it just uh, made lit all over the floor and made uh, ripples and drifts all over the floor of your house and wherever the drafts of air went from one crack through all the rooms of your house why when you woke up in the morning there'd just be a big drift of dust in your house and your hair and your eyes and your whole face that stuck out from under the cover would be just covered up with dust and all of the combs and brushes and, and uh, things on your dresser would be covered up with dust. Back in 1927, I had a little farm and I called that heaven. Well, the price is up and the rain come down and I hauled my crops all into town. I got the money, bought clothes and groceries, fed the kids and raised the family. Rain quit and the wind got high and a black old dust storm filled the sky and I swapped my farm for a Ford machine and I poured it full of this gas eileen and I started rocking and rolling over the mountains out towards the old peach bowl. <laughs> Way up yonder on a mountain road I had a hot motor and a heavy load. I was going pretty fast, I wasn't even stopping. I bouncing up and down like popcorn popping had a breakdown. I'm sort of a nervous bust down of some kind. It was a feller there, mechanic feller, said it was engine trouble. Way up yonder on a mountain curve, it's way up yonder in the piney wood, and I give that rolling Ford a shove, and I was going to coast as far as I could. Commence coasting, picking up speed, it was a hairpin turn. I didn't make it. Man alive, I'm telling you, the fiddles and the guitars really flew. That Ford took off like a flying squirrel, and it flew halfway around the world. Scattered wives and children's all over the side of that mountain. We got out to the west coast broke, so that gum hungry I thought I'd croak, and I bummed up a spud or two, and my wife fixed up a tater stew. We poured the kids full of it. Mighty thin stew, though, you could read a magazine right through it. Always have figured that if it had been just a little bit thinner, some of these here politicians could have seen through it.
people believed that the world had come to the end, huh? Yeah. With the yep. women crying and screaming and going on. No, Alan, you'd be surprised. They wasn't. Wasn't nobody in that whole crowd is that way. It's two, three of them said, well, I always thought that if I just got bottled up somewhere in a big black box to where I couldn't get out and knew I couldn't get out and knew that I had to sit right there and die, that I'd have some kind of fit or go to making a bunch of racket or noise of some kind. But then, when you see the real thing right face to face with you, why, most people are pretty level-headed. They just said, well, <clears throat> this is the end. This is the end of the world. People ain't been living right. Human race ain't been uh, treating each other right. Been robbing each other in different ways with fountain pens, guns, and having wars, and killing each other, and shooting around. So, feller that made this world, he's worked up this dust storm. <laughs> Taste like wine. I'm going where the water tastes like wine. I'm going where the water tastes like wine. Lord, and I ain't gonna be treated this way. I'm going where the dust storms never blow. I'm going where them dust storms never blow. I'm going where them dust storms never blow, 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 and I ain't gonna be treated this way. They say I'm a Dust Bowl refugee Yes, they say I'm a Dust Bowl refugee They say I'm a Dust Bowl refugee Lord, Lord, but I ain't gonna be treated this way I'm looking for a job at honest pay I'm looking for a job at honest pay I'm looking for a job at honest pay, Lord, Lord, and I ain't gonna be treated this way. My children need three square meals a day. Now my children need three square meals a day. My children need three square meals a day, Lord, and I ain't gonna be treated this way. It takes a ten dollar shoe to fit my feet. It takes a ten dollar shoe to fit my feet. It takes a ten dollar shoe to fit my feet, Lord, Lord, and I ain't gonna be treated this way. Your a two dollar shoe hurts my feet. Your two dollar shoe hurts my feet. Yes, your two dollar shoe hurts my feet, Lord, Lord, and I ain't gonna be treated this way. I'm going down this old dusty road. I'm blowing down this old dusty road. 
I'm a blowing down this old dusty road, Lord, Lord, and I ain't gonna be treated this way. It's highly uncertain. It's highly unsanitary to be out of work. What I mean by that is that uh, in most towns all over the country, it's a jailhouse offense to be unemployed. No, they didn't greet us with bands or nothing. They ask us questions when we come across the line. Ask us where we was from and all about it. And then. Uh, they tried to turn a lot of us back, the hobos, the boys is riding the freight trains and hitchhiking down the road that didn't have any money in their pockets. Why, at the state line, they made several attempts to uh, turn us back and to arrest us or to make us go back to where we come from. But we knew, we remembered the old tractor sitting back down there covered up with dust, the cows standing up on top of the barn and looking out across that dead sea of dust, and we said, no, mister, I'd rather be in jail here than sitting down there on that farm. It was a matter of having the money, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a matter of having the money, that's it. Oh. They don't ask you where you got it, how you got it, who you got it off of, or nothing else. Just so you got the do-re-mi, boy, that's the main thing. You can gamble for it, lie for it, steal for it, bum for it, beg for it. Do anything else in the world for it. You can even chase people out of their house and home for it. Do, re, mi. I made up a little song about that. <laughs> Call it the do, re, mi. This uh, is show you how it goes here. Lots of folks back east this says leaving home every day and beating the hot old dusty way to the California line. Across the desert sands they roll trying to get out of the old dust bowl. They think they're going to a sugar bowl but here's what they find. The police at the port of entry say you're number 15,000 for today. Oh, if you ain't got the do-re-mi, friend, if you ain't got the do-re-mi, you better go back to beautiful Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Georgia, Tennessee. California's a garden of Eden, a paradise to live in or see. But believe it or not, you won't find it so hard if you ain't got the do-re-mi. Buy a home or farm that can't do nobody harm Or take your vacation by the mountains or sea Don't trade your old cow for a car You better stay right where you are You better take this little tip from me Cause Governor Merriam on the radio one day 
He jumped up to the microphone and he did say, Oh, if you ain't got the do re me, friends, if you ain't got the do re me, you better go back to beautiful Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Georgia, Tennessee. California's a garden of Eden. It's a paradise to live in or see. But believe it or not, you won't find it so hot if you ain't got the do-re-mi. Eh? Yeah, that's all. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Mr. Guthrie. Thank you, um, Mr. Lomax. This your... record was made uh, by the Department of Interior Radio Broadcasting Division on uh, March the 21st, 1940. Alan Lomax speaking.
That was a preview of the first hour of Centuries of Sound 1940. These mixes are brought to you thanks to the generous support of my backers on Patreon. Join them for just $5 per month and get access to full downloads, compilations, bonus mixes and more. Just go to patreon.com slash centuriesofsound or come to centuriesofsound.com and click through.